I've uh, had an addic addictive nature, I guess you'd call it that. Maybe I still do, praise the Lord. But um, uh, 1971, I was sitting in jail at uh, my third arrest on a, in remand and looking at uh, two and a half years jail. And it was over drug-related crime and uh, uh, called out to God. I didn't know him personally, but um, I knew he was there somewhere. Mum had told me. And uh, I, I said to God that day, if you're there, get me out and I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I found out there's no atheists in jail. And um, that was that. Uh, the next day in court, I was uh, completely acquitted for uh, the crimes. I'd stolen a car and robbed a garage, as you do when you're young. And um, that was my lifestyle. Uh, I was state surfing champion. I was in the top 20 in Australia. And uh, I had the ego to match, and uh, I had to feed it. So um, those years were uh, pretty awesome. But uh, the day, uh, no, it was about the week I got out of jail, I was picked up hitchhiking by the revival guys. And that was the middle of uh, Ju July in South Australia. And uh, it was in a ute, and either you get in the back or you jump in the front and sit next to or on the gear stick. Anyway, the, um, they kindly put me in the front because it was freezing, and they told me all about the Lord uh, from uh, Seaford Beach to Waipinga in South Australia. It's probably about a 40-minute drive. They took two and a half hours. And, <laughs> and as you know, the more time you spend with the saints, the higher you get. Uh, I got out of the car that day completely elated of uh, yeah, things I couldn't remember about that day. I was so touched by the Lord, and uh, I knew I'd found something, but seven years drifted by. And in 1977, um, things went bad again in my family. I'd been using, and uh, I'd been doing everything that uh, for the last, I don't know, 16 years of uh, being a, you know, just a nuisance and um, addicted. So um, the guys came round again. We finally, uh, Bev and I, were baptised and received the Holy Spirit. And I was home in the bath that day and uh, no one in the house. And uh, uh, next minute I find myself speaking in tongues in the bath. And, you know, obviously I've been seeking the Lord and, uh, and baptised and uh, really, you know, looking to get off, my, off the gear. Um, and so I never had an addiction from that day. I had trouble with the ciggies. And uh, I went to a meeting one night, and Pastor Rex was there, and he talked out of, uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians 16, about your body being the temple of the Lord, and I'd run out of ciggies. So um, uh, Saturday morning, I walked down to get the ciggies, and I couldn't stop them. As you know, cigarettes are pretty awesome. <laughs> and there was a packet of Camel a day, non-filter, and a packet of Drum a week, plus deals, and, and whatever you could put up your nose or up your arm. And um, that was my life. And uh, I walked into the, uh, the delicatessen on the Saturday morning. I said to Keith behind the counter, oh, give me a packet of non-filter camel. Sounds good, doesn't it? Eh? And um, he gave them to me. I gave him a dollar and I started to walk out. And he said, oh, Greg, aren't you forgetting something? And it just came all over me again. Oh, you, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're the spirit of, you know, you, you're the temple of the Lord. And I turned around. All it was was a scent change. So I'm walking out through the door and screwing the cigarettes up. And uh, uh, two guys came in behind me and they shot him through the neck. Uh, it took him 20 minutes to die. And I never smoked from that day. My life is uh, a, a series of um, fulcrum points. 
and uh, a lot of addicts are like that. I found out that there is a gene, there's a addictive gene. Uh, you can't blame that, but it's uh, MTT, I think it's called, and uh, it can, um, your addictions can be brought on by trauma. You may have the gene, uh, and it can be brought on by trauma. Well, not long after that, my younger brother hung himself from heroin, uh, and that started... Uh, uh, depression in me and I had to deal with that and I'm, I'm in the Lord at this stage so uh, I couldn't revert back to my old ways which uh, just wrote everything off so once again I had to seek the Lord and uh, uh, just recently um, I was diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer and uh, that's a bit of a shock therapy thing for those who fear cancer which I did, and I had, I had a, a well-designed program for healing. I've been the Lord since, you know, 4th of July, 5 past 4, you know, home in the bath in uh, 1977, and I had this program for healing of how you'd come out the front and um, you'd uh, get prayed on, you'd get healed, and it happened every time. But this, uh, just recently, uh, was it four or five years ago now, I think, um, I got diagnosed with prostate cancer. My PSI went up to 26, and I think you died about 15. And they gave me two years if I didn't do anything about it. So um, um, I had this great battle going on, you know. God's healed me through my program, <laughs> through the way he showed me over all the years, and it worked. But this time uh, I had to make uh, myself uh, friendly with professors and doctors and, uh, you know, I won't tell you the process of uh, prostate cancer, but all through that, um, I was looking for little messages from God, and uh, there was one afternoon there where uh, uh, Professor Rashid said, God bless, Greg. I thought, right, I'm on the right track. I just knew uh, you, you'd find these little messages. Uh, through all that, they put you on uh, morphine. I was on morphine for nearly two years. They uh, ended up giving me radiography that went through my hip and disintegrated my hip and they've put in a prosthetic uh, hip, uh, titanium, which is nice to have, and uh, it's uh, pretty solid, and I'm, I'm good on it, but I've only just learned to walk again. And I had the opportunity to go back on to legal drugs, and there's a caution. I look at it now as pre-Pentecostal drug-taking and post-Pentecostal drug-taking, and you can take that as far as you like, but... Um, I'd beaten, with the Lord's help, drugs before. And it was pretty easy for me. I could see a window of opportunity when he said, oh, no, you need to stay on uh, OxyContin or whatever. You're going to have too much pain and you've got to balance out. And, and on the program, it usually takes about 12 to 16 months or something. But um, I stopped one day and that was it. And uh, I never you know, had to take uh, the painkillers or the... Uh, you know, relaxing stuff again, I, I knew how to beat, you know, my addiction because I'd done it before. And it was wonderful. I, I you know, cried for an hour and a half down the beach, but also prayed in that time. And I knew my fulcrum points of, uh, you know, my addictive lifestyle that um, I had to go there. And uh, I knew I had to um, just go to those points of, um, well, I've done everything I possibly can to throw off um, what I don't need and it's, I've had those you know, most of us do, we get those points in our life and, and that's been a big thing with me and uh, he has blessed me and my family as for me and my family we will serve the Lord Amen